This is the Calm Living Blueprint Podcast, episode number 16. Hey, podcast listener. Even if you are feeling alone in your pursuit of calm and confidence, know that today, right now, in your earbuds, you are joined by thousands of others all around the globe seeking to do the same thing you are. At Calm Living, we believe it's only when we stop struggling against our fearfulness and our anxiety that we begin to find lasting freedom from it, to live the lives we want to live. That is what this podcast is about. Come join the Confidence Revolution. Well, hello. Welcome to episode 16 of the Calm Living Blueprint podcast. I'm your host, Candice Esposito, the founder of the Calm Living Blueprint. Thanks for spending this time with me. I hope you're doing well. Have you ever experienced an emotional crisis where you were flooded by a storm of difficult, painful thoughts and feelings? What did you do? A crisis can present in many different forms, from the death of a loved one, to loss of a job, to collapse of a marriage, to financial disaster. When you're hit by a crisis, an emotional storm is likely to whip through your mind and body, tossing painful feelings and thoughts in all directions. Well, that's the topic of this episode. What you should do when you find yourself experiencing an emotional crisis. What can you do to not only survive, but to thrive? It will be handy to have these techniques kind of in your back pocket, so to speak, so you can use them whenever needed. Okay, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. First, a quick reminder that the show notes for every episode are available on the Calm Living Blueprint website. The show notes include the actual MP3 recording, the transcript of the podcast, any resources mentioned, as well as the home play that I recommend in each episode. The show notes for today's episode can be found at calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash 16. And that's the number 1616 as in episode number 16. Okay, so we're facing a crisis. We find ourselves caught up in a storm of difficult thoughts and feelings. What do we do? Well, if we want to act effectively, then we can't allow that storm to carry us away. The first thing we need to do is drop anchor. We need to drop anchor. In other words, we need to ground ourselves in the present moment. Then once we've done that, we can consider our options. So how do we ground ourselves? How do we drop anchor, so to speak? Well, one of the best ways is through our breath. No matter how bad the situation you're in, no matter how much pain you may be suffering, start by taking a few deep breaths. If you're breathing, you know you're alive, and as long as you're alive, there's hope. Taking a few deep breaths in the midst of a crisis gives you valuable time to get present, 
to notice what's happening and how you're responding and to think about what effective action you can take. Now, sometimes there is no immediate action to take. Sometimes being present and accepting what you're feeling is the most effective action. So here's a simple breathing technique that I recommend you practice every day, again and again, until it's second nature to you. That's important because otherwise you'll forget to do it at the times you need it most, like in a crisis. Remember, you want this in your back pocket so you can use it whenever you need to. Especially to practice this breathing technique whenever you get caught up in your thoughts and feelings. That's a great time to, to do this. So I call it the grounding breath. It's really simple. We've done it before. All it needs is 10 minutes. Okay, so you want to sit or lie comfortably with your eyes closed. For the first six minutes, connect with your breathing. Notice the gentle rise and fall of your rib cage, and follow the air as it flows in and out of your lungs. Let any thoughts and feelings come and go, and each time you notice that your attention has wandered, gently refocus. And you'll need to refocus again and again, and that's okay. The more you do, the better you'll get at it. Okay, so for the first six minutes, it's all about connecting with your breath. For the next three minutes, expand your awareness so that you're aware of your body and your feelings as well as your breathing. And then for the final minute, open your eyes and connect with the room around you as well as with your body, your feelings, and your breath. So for the first six minutes, it's all about connecting with your breath. The next three minutes, it's expanding your awareness. And then the final minute, you're connecting with the room as well as your body, your feelings, and your breathing. All right, so I recommend checking out episode number nine of the Calm Living Blueprint podcast for a full real-time run-through of this breathing exercise. The goal is to control your breathing, not your feelings. As with all the other acceptance techniques we've talked about, don't turn this into a control strategy. Okay, it's not a control strategy. It likely will result in pleasant feelings, calmness, peacefulness, but you won't always get them. So don't come to expect them or try to force them, especially in a crisis. Allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling. Make room for those feelings. You don't have to like them. Just let them be. Okay, so step one to take in an emotional crisis is to slow your breathing. Connect with your environment by noticing five things you can see, five things you can hear, five things you can touch or feel against your skin. Push your feet into the floor and get a sense of the ground beneath you. Feel it supporting you, taking your weight. Let it literally ground you. Okay, so having grounded yourself in the present, keep breathing mindfully, using your breath as an anchor to hold you steady until the emotional storm starts to quiet. The next step is to take note. Take note. Take a moment to scan your body and notice what you're feeling. Find the most painful feeling, observe it, breathe into it, expand around it, and allow it to be. Go back and listen to episode six if you need to remind yourself how to do this, how to open up or expand to uncomfortable or painful feelings. 
Okay, so that's step three, open up. After that, take a step back and notice all the thoughts whirling around in your head. See if you can name the story. Name the story. Give a name to the story your mind is trying to tell you. Like for example, you know, here's the I can't cope story. The I can't cope story. Once you've acknowledged the story, that's it. Just let it be. And then the last step is to pursue your values. Pursue your values. Acknowledge to yourself, okay, right now this is where I am and this is what is happening. The crisis I have to deal with is blank. The feelings I'm having right now are A, B, and C. The thoughts I'm having right now are D, E, and F. And the actions I can take to deal with this crisis effectively are G, H, I. Right? So obviously you would fill in those blanks for your particular situation, thoughts, feelings, and actions. Right? So this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. This is what's happening. The crisis I have to deal with is this. The feelings I'm having right now are these. The thoughts I'm having right now are these. And the actions that I can deal with, I can do to deal with this crisis effectively are these. Okay, so this may seem like a lot to remember, but it really isn't. So let's go over that again and break it down into the four key steps I just outlined for you. And an easy way to remember what to do in an emotional crisis, those four key steps, is to remember the word stop. Stop. S-T-O-P. Where S stands for slow your breathing. T stands for take note. O stands for open up. And P stands for pursue values. Okay, so step one slow your breathing take a few deep breaths do the grounding breath mindfully observe the breath flowing in and flowing out this is what's going to help to anchor you to the present step two take note take note of your experience in this moment notice what you're thinking notice what you're feeling notice what you're doing notice how your thoughts and feelings are swirling around and can easily carry you away if you allow them. Step three, open up. Open up around your feelings. Breathe into them and make room for them. Open up to your thoughts too. Take a step back and give them some room to move around without holding on to them or trying to push them away. See them for what they are and give them space rather than fusing with them. And then step four is to pursue your values. So once you've done the first three steps, you'll be in a mental state of mindfulness. The next step is to respond to the crisis by pursuing a valued course of action. So connect with your values. Ask yourself, what do I want to be about in the face of this crisis? What do I want to stand for? How would I like to act so that I can look back years from now and feel proud of my response? Okay, so again, the four steps are slow your breathing, take note, open up, and pursue your values. Remember the word stop, S-T-O-P. Okay, simple, doesn't take too long to do, perfect in the moment of a crisis. And isn't it interesting that it's kind of like a mini Calm Living Blueprint? Okay, so that's why the Calm Living Blueprint 
is so effective. You can apply these principles to anything, even to a crisis. All right, here are a few more things to consider when you find yourself in an emotional crisis. Do you need or would you benefit from help, assistance, support, or advice? If so, what friends, neighbors, or relatives can you contact? What professionals could you arrange to see? And if necessary, what helpline numbers could you call? Have you experienced anything similar before? If so, how did you respond that was useful and helpful in the long term? Is there anything you learned from that experience that you can usefully apply now? Is there anything you can do to improve the situation in any way? Are there any tiny steps you could take immediately that would be helpful? What are the tiniest, simplest, easiest, tiny steps you could take in the next few minutes, in the next few hours, in the next few days? As I said before, the first step might simply be to spend a few minutes practicing some mindful breathing or to take out a pen and paper and write down an action plan. If there is nothing you can do to improve the situation, then are you willing to practice acceptance using expansion and diffusion skills while engaging fully in the present moment? And given that the situation is unchangeable, how can you spend your time and energy constructively rather than worrying or blaming or dwelling. Again, reconnect with your values. What do you want to be about in response to this situation? What are some tiny values-driven steps you can take? You don't get to choose the deck of cards you are dealt in life, right? You probably have heard of that saying. You only get to choose how you play them. So a useful question to ask is, given this is the hand I've been dealt, What's the best way to play it? What personal strengths can I develop or strengthen as I go through this ordeal? How can I learn and grow from this experience? And be compassionate to yourself. Ask yourself, if someone I loved was going through this experience, feeling what I was feeling, if I wanted to be kind and caring towards them, how would I treat them? How would I behave towards them? What might I say or do? and try treating yourself the same way. Again and again, come back to the four basic steps that we just went over. Use them over and over until the crisis has resolved. Stop, slow your breathing, take note, open up, pursue your values. Okay, and remember, every crisis, no matter how painful, is an opportunity to grow to expand your psychological flexibility. So whenever you get a moment, ask yourself, how can I grow from this? What can I learn from this? What skills, knowledge, or character strengths can I develop as a result of this? Now, of course, I don't wish for an emotional crisis on anyone, but they are a natural part of life. I've experienced more than one, and I know I'll experience more in the future. You will too. I hope with this knowledge, though, you're feeling confident now that you can do what it takes to not only survive the crisis, but to thrive. To help keep this near you, to have this knowledge wherever you go so you don't have to worry about remembering, I've created a wallet size, printable four steps to survive an emotional crisis handout for you. 
Okay, so it's a little card you can print out that has the four steps there for you. You can keep it in your wallet, in your back pocket, literally, to have wherever you go. Okay, so you want to go to calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash crisis to download it now. And you'll get instant access to it. Okay, so that's calmlivingblueprint.com forward slash crisis, C-R-I-S-I-S, to download your four steps to survive an emotional crisis wallet size handout. I know you'll do just fine. So till next time, I'm Candice Esposito. Keep calm and carry on.